Hi, welcome to Bangalore Bits. Um, hello, Subhu. Hey, how are you? Uh, so, did you had a chance to watch the other rest of the one day matches? Yeah, I think I watched yesterday one. I think it was a great chase yeah. and again a great innings from uh, Virat and Shikhar. Yeah, yeah. It was so disappointing to see them lose actually. So. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it looks like it's going to be a whitewash. Yeah, we already lost the series, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Uh, but they did some amazing batting actually. Yeah, that's true. So, I think seems to be a pretty busy news week. So, uh-huh. we're going to cover some of those interesting news, um, especially only India-specific news. Yeah, so I think one of the things we, I was thinking is that we can, like every third week of a month or something, if we can standardize that as a kind of a news right. roundup, okay. something like that. So, three weeks of stories, we, we accumulate and then... Do one week a roundup of kind of a thing. Yeah, we could, we could do that. Yeah. So, I think nothing can be more interesting than WhatsApp for <laughs> India users, <laughs> uh, which is the most popular messaging service in India. Uh, there are folks who buy mobile phones just to use WhatsApp. <laughs> so, it is it's so crazy in India. Mm-hmm. So, uh, did you see that their announcement that they are going to open up an API for enabling other business applications on WhatsApp. Yeah, so they are looking at something like integrating B2B and B2C uh, with the messaging platform. And other couple of announcements I saw in that is like they are like probably, I mean like going to make this entire service free, uh, going to discontinue the $1 fee in US and UK and so they are going to get away with that, yeah. Yeah, I really don't know how many people really know that they'll be charged one dollar after the first year. Right? Yeah, right. Because I have seen so many people signed up, but probably they would have not even noticed that uh-huh. it's not free after the first year. And I am not, uh, I mean, say anyone saying yeah they got charged mm-hmm. a dollar after their one year. I okay. think most of them used to say that after the first year, uh, I mean, WhatsApp used to like extend that by another year or so right so okay. i think their idea is also uh, i mean one of the good thing about them is that they don't have any third party advertisements actually yeah yeah they so, don't do any advertisements yeah. so far i know and uh, so this uh, the fee structure is also only for us and uk i believe it's it may not be applicable for india i think so but they are now the new announcement is that basically they are going to make it as a free service for across the globe not only right. your i mean not only india so so that is one news and the other news uh, like but I think uh, what makes it interesting is uh, um, I think we discussed uh, many such use cases in the past right so uh, where doctors using whatsapp to share yeah um, I mean uh, hospital related details or their patient related details I mean so many things are happening in whatsapp these days right correct yeah uh, people taking orders on whatsapp yeah. Um, I mean, all inquiries or products happening on WhatsApp. So, it's a very fertile area yeah. uh, for them to actually launch into. Yeah, because uh, I mean, like, uh, the, the one of the biggest drawback is that there is no API access. Right. But people are using workarounds and then trying to work around that and then use it. Right. So, but now I think the other announcement is that they are going to open up the API for B2B and B2C. So, so businesses should be able to use, I mean take advantage of their API and then interact with the customers directly and stuff like that. And uh, 
if you remember sometime back they had a kind of a very strict rule if the user has not saved the business number and the business is not supposed to act, interact with them in whatsapp or something was there i don't know in future how it's going to move ahead and change or something like that but uh, i mean opening up the api should be a big uh, plus moving forward for right. a lot of uh, because i think i'm i don't know about other countries how they use i, I mean the with the kind of penetration what they have in india uh, there a lot of businesses should be able to build a lot of interesting services around that yeah yeah i think the other one is uh, possibly it will be an another channel for e-commerce yeah, um, yeah especially i mean if the if the whole interface exposed to business they could just set up the whole platform as their e-commerce channel right yeah i mean once they start doing it they'll be able to add features like payment and stuff like that integrate yeah. them with them but the current blog post suggest like it is more in terms of like integrating i mean like opening up the api so the banks can talk you can talk to the bank via whatsapp or airline industry where you can find out right, the right. flight in delayed and stuff like that but i mean this, those are high level use cases when you translate them back to india and stuff like that so i mean it could be used in so many ways i mean like could be order management scheduling or whatever right. or even the advertisers can push coupons and stuff like that so whoever is interested or subscribing and stuff like that. there's like so many use cases you can think of and as an extension to that uh, you also saw the announcement from facebook right yeah right uh, i still don't know again uh, facebook why do they have another messenger mm-hmm. product i mean considering whatsapp itself Okay. is their property uh, but they have been pushing this messenger product uh, again for uh, b2b sort of scenarios where you can establish your own sort of a branding and uh, you can expose that as your messaging platform right if you want a business with your customers all right yeah so anything anything more interesting in that or it's pretty much no i think i mean if we just have to look back a little bit whatsapp is something what facebook acquired for 19 billion couple of years back yeah yeah somewhere around that. yeah so the, the original platform is facebook messenger so for right. all the logical reasons if you look at it they might be already having a bump, i mean the bulk of their users coming in via facebook messenger right and uh, and it could be something the mobile first audience are mostly are the guys who propel whatsapp and the the web first guys are who mostly probably use facebook messenger yeah. and i don't see any problem i mean they are having both these platforms i mean even though they compete each other i i think more or less they can even uh, help each other actually in terms of the the direction and roadmap they go if you look at it the facebook messenger is the one which started for opening up the b2b api first and then now whatsapp is also opening up and i also see another trend like if you look at it sometime back uh we've been seeing this all this kind of a you know, little bit of uh, intelligence built around the platform like both in Siri and Google Now where the apps are pushing content to the either Google Now or uh, Siri so that is similar thing what we are seeing also in the messenger trend is like something like uh the messaging apps like nikki.ai which we discussed we can little bit discuss little bit more in deep or lookout or good uh, what is it good by good box good box so what so what these uh, some of these apps are also uh, trying to uh, use the messaging as a platform yeah for for actually i mean giving out their services right and and, so and also helping businesses to do service, sell their services via them actually right 
But, but uh, I mean, I have not tried any of these apps. Uh, okay. You mentioned Nikki.ai and Goodbox. Yeah. But if, let's say, WhatsApp itself is offering this as a platform for businesses, mm-hmm. uh, do you think businesses will adopt another platform considering WhatsApp is like omnipresent everywhere, right? Right, right. Yeah, I think, uh, the, the, I, I feel this also has a place along with WhatsApp. There okay. could be some bigger players who might use WhatsApp where they can put some deploy in IT infrastructure. They should be able to process requests coming in from WhatsApp and stuff like that. There could be some smaller players. Like if you look at like look uh, the Lookup, right? What we discussed. Lookup, yeah. Yeah, Lookup, if you, that's an interesting startup. Uh, what it does basically is that it does, it plays a value added service space where you you uh, you send a message wherein you want to take a haircut or you want to uh, buy something grocery or something uh, you just place a message by and then the, there is a set of call center employees who are working on them who collects this order and then routed them okay route them so uh, i mean the couple of questions is like interesting thing we can think about here is that uh, not all these small businesses can build applications and they become mobile present. Yeah. So, and then you also have something like the devices coming in various hardware specs. Like there are some different screen sizes or different right. capabilities yeah. and stuff like that. So, what could be the basic message? I mean, what could be the user interface in a very, very basic user interface where you could place an order basically if you look at it. Probably the messaging would play a huge role is what I feel. Yeah, right. I, I personally tried out uh, Lookup. Uh, I mean, I have not tried Nikki or Goodbox or any of those. Uh, but the best thing about Lookup I liked is that even you don't use uh, their application, uh, you just follow them on Twitter and send them a direct message. If they supply at your place, they just going to go ahead and process the order. Okay. okay. So the, the, the USP there is that more you are driving for the service, not about the platform presence or or the, whether you want to use it in Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp or anything like that. So it's like wherever you are there, however you are there, you can use my service. I have a set of call center guys who sit there who take this order and they can able to make a call to the business and then see whether the order is valid and they can process it. If they can, then they just go ahead. And so there is an, uh, there is an, uh, there is an entity which is sitting there which is trying to make sure that the entire cycle is covered basically. Okay, so this is uh, the, so if if I list a business, for example, uh-huh. uh, it is not the consumer directly talking to me. Yeah, uh, right. That, that the lookout is that's how it works. So basically, you send a message to the lookout saying that I want to basically buy four kg grocery. I mean, four kg rice from nearest particular uh, shop. Then the lookup call center guys picks up that order, calls the nearest grocery shop, see whether they can supply that to your address. Oh, okay. Mm. And uh, they're also adding all this payment processing and stuff like that. So in that, so you should be able to, uh, you want to give a little bit on Nikki AI? Yeah, I, I haven't looked at that uh, okay. more. Uh, I mean, I have mean, not tried any of this. I did read a little bit. Uh, okay. But that's again uh, a sort of a bot sort of a model. Right, correct. So it's like more of an, uh, an artificial intelligence learning, uh, right. basically a learning mechanism behind your text, which right. basically you send out. Again, the core idea there is again the same. Uh, so you are like basically eliminating multiple applications and then the confusion of like uh, for grocery, for clothes, for uh, uh, for uh, for a salon. So you're like, you don't need to do multiple applications from multiple vendors actually. Right. So just buy these services and try to place an order via them so that they should be able to go ahead and process it. Okay. 
I think the uh, the same is with your uh, the other mention what mm-hmm. you did on good box, good box, uh, yeah. which is also a messaging sort yeah. of an interface. Uh, but I think they have a little bit more structured offering. Looks like I mean, uh, I, uh, I the app interface you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they also have a partner app which is for okay. businesses, and uh, I think probably I don't know what they do in that, but looks like that's the one which probably. Uh, sort of gets all these different messages and probably it will categorize it mm-hmm. and it also has these mobile payments and um, other I mean yeah I mean uh, the, like the interface wise if you look at it they have more clarity correct. in terms of it just clearly categorizes food yeah and, right. and I th- but at the same time I also like what Lookout is doing basically because it's like I'm not a big fan of this hierarchical system so I want something very flat so I can just go type something and mm-hmm. if they can process that and there is nothing like that you just add voice interface into it bang you are like extremely good to go yeah that's true right. and just like whatsapp right so today yeah. i mean today if you look at uh, i mean i know a lot of these independent small businesses uh, you can actually chat with them just a casual thing right okay i mean there's, there won't be any structure you know their number you just yeah right yeah yeah that's pretty i mean that's the model you're talking about yeah so I mean, if the business is small, small business is well established in that locality, and most of them know, and yeah. these kind of interfaces is something like you are not evaluating or anything. You are just going to just go place. You know what you want to buy and where you want to buy. So just going to just place an order actually. Okay. So I think all these guys have different different market segments. So we might probably, I mean, we can't. I mean, I mean, who succeeds, who fails, we don't know. But I mean, all of them has a unique. Right. Yeah. I think, uh, uh, as I mentioned, I think we discussed about this. Uh, I think probably many times. This is probably an opportunity which uh, Twitter completely missed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, because they were such an early adopter yeah. in this old space. They basically invented this. All these guys were ins- getting inspired by Twitter. Right. So I think they had completely overlooked it, or probably they were not interested in that. But I think that was probably. Um, a very good platform. Yeah, for uh, for for them to even generate revenue, right. actually. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I have no idea why they. Yeah. Why they are still not pursuing. Yeah, that. absolutely. And I mean that would have propelled their growth like anything, actually. Yeah. And yeah. so from then, uh, from there, uh, uh, there was another interesting news uh, that uh, India government is actually. Uh, to have its own or building their own operating system uh, yeah I mean this has been there quite some time so uh, I mean if you remember a little bit of uh, revelations by Snowden some time back uh, we've been witnessing seeing like both many countries are trying to see how they can adopt open source and then secure themselves and stuff like that so so this Bharat operating system is called BAS, which is developed by CDAC and uh, uh, if I'm not wrong, it's developed by CDAC and Gujarat Technology University or something like that. And okay. uh, DRDO, which is like uh, uh, Defense Research and Development Organization by Indian government. So this is in a, in another flavor of Linux, which is with the, with the GNOME desktop as well as uh, more features which are like out of the box security features and stuff like that. Um, I it could for me it is slightly I mean we are already little late on this game uh, probably if you look at China then most most of their uh, government doesn't function on either I mean uh, there, there could be some uh, we have been seeing here on and off news about how various government organizations in China moving out of Windows and stuff like that over the years 
and i don't know how many how much percentage they have achieved it okay uh, but we are again already we are just in a, in a place where we are starting it actually uh, in a way it is good but uh, for me there is a surveillance of mood from desktop to the com- communication points basically so i don't know how you can achieve that so we have been seeing uh, other news in in terms of how some of the government organizations outside india are using routers to surveil actually right yeah so um, i mean uh, starting this game on a desktop and then moving one by one could be possible but uh, how long we can play this i don't know and how f- it is a very long road actually yeah uh, but there seems to be uh, serious about this right so it even yeah. said that uh, uh, it may even replace microsoft windows uh, which is what they primarily use today in yeah uh, in government operations or in yeah mo- most of them use yeah right and uh, i mean like we've been seeing news like every now and then yeah. a lot of government officials using gmail as their primary accounts and stuff like that so yeah <laughs> so it is a long way i mean even people who are in technology itself educating them on security and surveillance is a big challenge and then people who are non technical and they are working on government offices their primary job is something else and then educating them and then moving it needs to be done lot more faster and then more aggressively but i don't know they we are going extremely slow on that but anyway it's a good start so take a look at it it is done it's called bus bosss so okay let's so, see where it goes from here <laughs> yeah that that's interesting so uh, continuing the government news yeah. uh, i think uh, government also launched uh, some 22 new schemes right Under yeah the right. digital india program yep Uh, you want to uh, mention about that uh, um, do you see anything interesting there i don't know we have to see uh, I, i mean th- these are announcements are there i don't i've not seen them in operational yet uh, okay so we have to wait and see uh, how it reaches who it reaches and then when it gets launched and stuff like that uh, i think the, i mean the vision is that but i don't know how how far the government needs to get into these services but let's see how it goes actually okay so uh just to continue uh, there was also uh, uh, a sort of i think we discussed about in detail about the free basics by facebook yeah uh, we did on full episode on that yeah, yeah. and then uh, now recently uh, the india's telecom operator mm-hmm. uh, telecom regulator basically try, try yeah. um, has actually sent out a letter to the uh, facebook um, yeah. i think operations team uh, or the media relations teams or whatever um asking them clarity on the poll they were running right <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. basically saying click on a link uh, yep. if you want free basic and that will send an email to the, try the, the save free basics yeah, kind of i mean the sort of an anti campaign they were doing for yeah. the for a lot of uh, i mean protests were happening in free basics yeah so uh, is there anything more to that or is it just a no, i mean it is a good gesture that, response. yeah it's just good gesture by try saying that i mean we are also uh, hey look out we are also on the i mean we are so we, we know stuff yeah right? <laughs> we are watching <laughs> it's not that we are not aware of what is going on around that so in that sense it's good because it sends out a message uh, saying that it's just a government organization i mean they don't care kind of a, attitude right. is not so they basically question the saying you are running this whole opinion poll uh, and they are saying it is completely orchestrated right yeah uh, so they they were basically saying you cannot become the face for 
all the people who click on that link saying that they are all going to support this right, right. that's what this whole thing meant so some interesting development uh, we'll see yeah i mean, i'm is. more keen in terms of what uh, try comes out of that as an uh, as how they are going to structure this net neutrality thing right and uh, what how are they going to respond back to reliance geo they have put a temporary pass on their uh, thing and then there is an another ca- another uh, platform airtel called airtel zero uh, which right. is on the yeah. uh, is also waiting so i'm more i mean interested on in terms of how they respond back to these basically a policy around this yeah around yeah. the policy how i i a policy and the strong message coming out from try correct in terms of how they want to move ahead on this direction actually okay so from there uh, do you want to talk about the wearable space uh, especially from the india yeah i was a little surprised yeah. seeing titan launching juxt or how do you pronounce it yeah j u x t it's really <laughs> weird <laughs> name actually so uh, titan is entering the wearable space with uh, a smart watch mm-hmm. uh, at which i think is is di- i mean designed by hp uh, so so it is like in- i mean um, the watch is manufactured by titan and the okay. smarts are provided by hp okay so uh, the whatever the smartness what the watch has like in terms of notifications alerts and everything uh, the software part is powered by hp and then right. the right. watch is manufactured by titan yeah okay. so uh, what is hp's game here Uh, <laughs> okay hp probably want to become a watch voice guys i don't know <laughs> okay so they they still uh, hanging to their web boys i'm see i've not been able to find out a concrete answer which i mean the smarts are right. powered by what yeah. uh, but if if i just if i want to connect the dots like uh, the web boys was initially i mean hp bought over from palm and then billion dollar also yeah. and they immediately shut that down yeah they shut down and then open sourced and they sold it to lg and then yeah. lg open sourced it basically yeah and lg is now actually selling uh, premium tvs uh, with the web os yeah and platform. and their uh, smart watch platform called arbenia arbenia yeah that is also powered by uh, web free web os or open okay. web os okay so if you want to connect all the dots hp could be probably using their some of their web os Possibly. or the the open source part of the web boys i don't know but we have to see how i mean for to get more details emerge but uh, uh, do you think all these watch manufacturers are under real pressure to because for me if you look at this I mean, just uh, actually are the yeah, interface, important thing uh, which i probably noted is why did they go with something like hp's web boys or whatever it uh-huh. is built on uh, and not go with uh, android android way okay is it because I mean this whole segment what I'm seeing now is actually a crossover between analog and digital right oh, okay uh, so this is a completely new set of uh, I mean watches which is coming in which, which is primarily analog yeah but then you have this small display a small yeah. real estate on that analog watch face which I mean shows you some digital information right yep it could be some news or activity tracker or whatever yeah. I am not really sure whether No, that's, that's the reason I was thinking that all these manufacturers are quite a bit of pressure, saying that okay, no, we also have a smartwatch. Yeah, we we really don't know whether the trend is towards that. No, but, uh, but when Apple hasn't really released their uh, Apple Watch numbers, uh-huh. um, I think uh, Pebble has sold maybe more than a million. Um, we don't know. Mm-hmm. So I I really don't know whether these people are really. paranoid about that saying uh, the smartwatch is going to actually replace analog 
mm-hmm. watches that's why you see even big players like tagheuer mm-hmm. or uh, fossil all these guys getting into this game yeah. right but I, i mean like i mean every segment of the watch player is getting into this but my only thing is i was thinking that okay now when a consumer walks into the titan showroom i ask like uh, do you have a smart watch then instead of saying no then i would say probably i have a jack actually would you yeah. like to take a look at <laughs> but i didn't see anything uh, con- i mean convincing there yeah, in, yeah. in the titans uh, yeah. watch offering yeah. it was just basically doing some notifications and i think they did mention about some fitness fitness tracking yeah Uh, which is basically a pedometer looks like so it doesn't do music control uh, yep. it doesn't have gps where you cannot use it as like your fitness correct um, band sort of a yeah. uh, use case where you want to take it for run or whatever so i don't know what this is i mean this is like, this is like a compromise between a watch and a smart i mean <laughs> between a traditional watch and a smart watch right so this is like a crossover uh, yeah. yeah so it, it could be your first smart watch basically whatever you <laughs> the smartest dumb watch <laughs> okay so uh, and it is cost you about 15000 yeah, and 19000 as about to mention that so it yeah. starts at a range of 15000 rupees uh-huh. and it goes all the way up to 20000 right. i mean they have this different steel and whatever right? yeah and i the way i look at it is more, most of these technology companies if you like take take like companies like lg huawei or uh, uh any of the samsung or any of them they are making an android wear based watches right and the traditional watch companies are some of them are adapting android wear some of them are looking out something keeping their watch hardware as a primary selling and then the smarts getting added into it uh, some yeah. of them could be something like this or some of them could be even like the one which we saw uh, hp mandova yeah. or something Yeah, some uh, other Swiss manufacturers. Yeah, so, yeah. so that is also primarily driven with an analog watch with a right. little bit of uh, right. visual cues on the watch saying about the pedometer or notification or something. So, I mean, all kinds of things are coming up. So, if you are a big watch guy and have little smarts, then there yeah. is something for you in the market also. Okay. So, so with that, uh, uh, I mean, we, we mentioned about Apple's uh, watch, right? Yeah. and uh, apple has shown a lot of interest in opening up their own flagship retail stores in india mm-hmm. so they seems to have um, applied for filed an application with the department of industrial policy uh, to actually open their own branded stores in india right uh, i think uh, what actually is fueled the, the looks like uh, apple has posted a record sales in the october to december quarter mm-hmm. of last year right uh, i think the number i saw somewhere around 800000 devices they have shipped okay in a 3 month period which is significant right yeah. uh, and uh, and this was despite the slowdown what they have seen in other countries and with the, such a huge amount of i mean import duties on the product and stuff like that, yeah. yeah so looks like they have finally got some model working for india it could be a wider distribution base discounts mm-hmm. uh installment programs um or buyback programs so so yeah. many things they are trying so so but is this like they are looking at something this this uh, the complete fdi uh, which is i mean can apple open a store in india do we have a complete 100% fdi yeah because single band retail stores are allowed right? allowed no um, so you, you see so many of them like for example decathlon yeah right? Right. so they are very successful no? yeah and ikea in yeah. Uh, there there was news that they are also going to come yeah 
Okay. And uh, I mean, like when I look at the numbers, Apple has only two percent market share in India, and Samsung has about twenty-five or something. And like our market in mobility is something is just crazy, and you will see some two hundred brands on on the market with its various screen sizes yeah. and capability. So, I mean, uh, Apple putting up a decent store in India is really, I mean. when we talk about the rising power of india and growing and our rising economy and all we don't have apple stores then okay <laughs> it doesn't sounds good <laughs> so let let's look forward to that uh, <laughs> continuing with e-commerce news i couldn't actually resist this number so i thought i'll probably <coughs> pitch it in okay so i saw a report uh, this is actually uh, the uh, the sales numbers Uh, from Snapdeal and as well as from Flipkart. So looks like Snapdeal has reported loss of thousand three hundred twenty-eight crore plus um, for the year ending thirty-first hmm. March, right? And uh, and Flipkart, uh, their primary rival, hmm. uh, has posted two thousand crore loss. Okay. So did it surprise you, Hassan? Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm just so this actually kind of explains why you. get those really really cheap steep discounts uh, yeah steep discounts and amazing deals right so they are basically blowing investors money they're, they're subsidizing the product subsidizing. i don't know if that is the reason but maybe they are investing lot on technology and operations as well yeah. that that, that is uh, technology operation supply chain they're investing on that as well they are subsidizing also actually it's all yeah. there's a combination of both yeah So, what's your overall assessment on where this is heading? Is this something they are going to, I mean, get back to a profit mode anytime soon, or is this know, like a long, if you, if very, you, very long-term <laughs> player? <laughs> no, if you want to take Amazon in US as an example, uh, they become profitable after a decade. Hmm. So, if you want to just take that and uh, take that as a model and then look at it, probably my assessment would be five years they will take, and uh, from from here to they could probably double the loss every year. <laughs> and then from fifth year probably they might start start doing a break even or something. Okay. That that's something which why I'm looking at. I I'm, we discussed this late. I mean earlier also. I don't see some of these players are pumping in money to educate the local businesses here, how to adapt to selling it online. And maybe they are doing. We don't know. We don't know actually. So I mean at least I mean I'm not seeing it in the media and stuff like that. When I say we don't, I mean at least I don't see them as a big announcement. uh and that is i think very very vital uh because i, I remember seeing some news uh, sometime back jharkhand is going to add another 10% tax when you buy it online okay as a, i mean as a state is going to impose tax. so the, the problem here is that there is a quite a bit of gap in terms of understanding what is happening and then uh, these companies might know what is happening actually but the government as well as the general public doesn't understand and you are posting a loss and then you are selling it on this kind of money and then the lot of local businesses very clearly cannot compete with this mm. i mean the same product on the mrp is what the local vendor can sell yeah. and you can sell it 30% less than that yeah and so this could create all kinds of confusion actually i mean yeah, yeah. Uh, people who are following these things very closely may understand what is happening around here and for a uh, for common man it will be really a puzzle right okay so That's it, I believe. Um, the set of news you want to talk about today. Anything else? Uh, uh, I'm looking forward for the T20 of Australia series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hope. 
it's been so disappointing so let's see if <laughs> they can pull up their sock and see if at least t20 they they win okay so with that uh, that's our show would we did we hit 20 minutes no more than that so oh, uh, then close <laughs> so thanks thanks bye bye